This is the Red Beard Podcast. Hold on to your butt. Do we really suck? Or is this guy really that good? I have one speed, I have one gear. Go! Hey everybody, what's up? This is Cooley and I am chilling here at the Red Beard Podcast, kicking shit off with my man... Tony, what's going on, everybody? That's right, and we got a special guest today. His name is... Elijah. That's right, son. Yeah, that's my man, Elijah. Uh, You met him before on Hanging with Cooley. Uh, This time he's going to have a little bit more of a prominent role in the podcast. He's going to chill out with us for the day. Uh, He's, you know, he's seen pretty much everything. He's he's just like me. Uh, You know, big, big geek, big nerd. He's shaking his head no, but that's because he hasn't realized that those are actually cool words. Yeah, they are. If you're a nerd, this means you're good. That's yeah. good stuff, man. So <laughs> <laughs> so what's up today, Tone? Uh, nothing much, man. A lot of stuff going on. So um, I, I, I was actually pretty, um, pretty excited to talk about one thing in general, and I think everybody that has, uh, has any kind of an involvement in TV, especially AMC, knows about the Walking Dead finale and what happened. Um, and that just kind of blew my mind in a lot of ways. Yeah, let's talk about how pissed off you were, man. I was. I was heated. Like, um, I mean, I got like, before I, before, because like, we started the show pretty much in sync, except you were maybe two minutes ahead of me. Okay. Right? So... You just like we're in the middle of watching that phenomenal monologue by yeah, yeah. by uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yeah, he he blew me away, man. That was awesome. He was awesome, uh, chilling, <laughs> and still funny. Right, right, right. Um, but we're in the middle of that, and I just you, my phone starts blowing up. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Fuck AMC. Yeah. Fuck them. Ah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What did they do? Did they? I'm, I'm thinking they killed somebody that you liked, and it wasn't who we thought it was going to be. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't know what they did, and I was like, what the hell happened? So I waited before I responded to you. Uh, but let's talk about that because you were. Re- I don't know if what you were doing at your house, but it sounded like you were really flipping your shit. No, I wasn't actually. To be honest with you, like my text messages and like the exclamation points that I included probably made you. Think think that I was like throwing stuff, but I was literally <laughs> just sitting like on the edge of my, like, you know, my couch, uh-huh. just typing that very calmly. Like, because I was, I was pissed off because Don and I had talked a lot about the way that we thought that AMC was going to end it. And we both agreed that it would have been a really, uh, it would be a really bad move by AMC to actually have them hit whoever he, first of all, everybody had suspicions as to who it was going to be right if you've watched the finale no one really knows uh but there are a lot of theories as to who it could be um that being that it could be glenn uh some people say it could be daryl or abraham either way um we had talked about it and i had we had both agreed that it would be a really kind of a cop-out by amc to hit somebody on the head um and before we even know who it is cut to black and when they actually did that um i got really kind of pissed off because one if it is Glenn, like we have waited, we waited all winter break to actually see, you know, he goes under the, uh, the dumpster and we got to wait to see that, right. To see that he comes out alive. Right? right. Then he almost gets killed again by a bunch of walkers, you know, and, and they fire AK 47s at him and every bullet hits a walker except Glenn. And you're like, well, this guy's got nine lives. So 
this finale where he gets caught in the middle of the woods by Dwight, I'm like, well, this is the this is the bad move that he made leaving you know the the gates of Alexandria to to get caught this final time, and then he's going to go down. And when the bat comes down on somebody and we don't see who it is, one that pissed me off because I was like, okay. And then when it cut to black and that was the end of the finale, I really got angry because it's like, come on, man, like you've you've made us. We know that this is coming. Everybody knows that Negan was going to come. AMC was teasing us with the fact that we were going to meet Negan. And that's, the, that's what happens in the comic books. But now they're going to make us wait another six months to actually find out who was killed. I think that's just kind of a dumb move. Fans are going to come back regardless. If you're a Walking Dead fan, you're going to come back anyway. Yeah, I know. So I don't understand why they have to keep us on a hook to find out who got killed. Cool. Glenn died. Daryl died. Let's let us let us take six months to get over it, and then let's actually they go don't into give the next you any season. Time to get over it, though, that's the thing. Like, if it was like, here's my here's my. I'm point. not saying I need to get over it. I'm I'm really don't care. But, but you know people what I'm will saying. get over it. Is the thing like you'll have six months yeah. to be like, oh, well, that that we can we can kind of just breathe, and then when it starts back up, the tension of what was created through that awesome monologue. Right is now dissipated, and now we're just starting with this like, okay, well, let's see where it goes from here. Right on a really calm note, like we just get to roll right into season seven. What they want to do is they want to keep this so that at the end of season six, you have this like knot in your stomach, right? Mm -hmm. And then at the beginning of season seven, that knot is still there, right? And then you finally see what happens, and then you roll into everything with this high, this high tension, this like, and it, and hopefully. Based on what happens in the comics after Glenn gets his head bashed in, uh, the all it does is just steamroll from there, and it just becomes this massive like war, right? And and the tension just stays from beginning to end. And I don't think that's a cop out. I think that's strategic, and I think that was very smart because if you just let that, if you just get to defuse, mm -hmm. right, and you're just like, okay, so it was Glenn, month one. Damn it, they killed Glenn. Month two, ah, I wish they didn't kill Glenn. Month, month three, uh, Glenn's dead. Month four, uh, you know, I'm over it. You know, I wonder who the next guy is going to be, right? And month five, you forgot all about it. And month six, you're like, what the fuck? And then here comes the walking dead again, right? Now, if because they left it the way they did, now it's like, who the fuck did they kill? Who right, the fuck did they kill? The fuck same... them. This is stupid. This blah, 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 blah. Everybody's talking about it, and it's going to maintain this big bubble of energy. But there's two reasons, though. There's the first reason, which is like, okay, if they did it for the writing aspect, I can understand that. And like, okay, that makes a little bit of sense. But also, every show now, like if you binge watch anything, the end of every single episode is some type of a cliffhanger to get you into the next episode or the next season. And I feel like the fact that they just went to black right there is kind of lame. It, it, it's it's lame. It's a it's a typical cliffhanger of another show that we have to wait to come back to. And it's just like it's just like something before winter break. Like don't you can't I think shows are a little ridiculous thinking that like you go to winter break and you have to leave me on a cliffhanger because in 3 weeks I'm not going to come back. No, I've been watching the show. I just, don't think it's about you coming back. I think it's the state of mind that you have. Well, no, I under, you're right. But I'm also saying there's two different points, right? Right. You have the good writing aspect. And if that's where they were going, totally, right? Totally mm -hmm. get that. But if not, you have that other aspect, which is just like they're just trying to like keep everybody in suspense. And, you know, it's whatever. And I just think like – I just think it's kind of a tough um, – 
you know, it's a uh, it's a tough pill to swallow, as Negan said, when at the end of a uh, a season that you've been waiting so long for to see who's going to actually get it, you don't see. So, and I think that's just frustrating for a lot of fans. And and I'm I and as much as I want it, I can say that it, it is good writing, and it probably will pick up in a good place. It's extremely frustrating so, to not to not know and not have kind of like that that ending that you were looking forward to. So Chris Hardwick, the the host of the Walking the Talking Dead. Right after The Walking Dead, um, yeah. has you know heard the masses talking about how pissed off they are about this ending, and he had this to say. Uh, he said the cliffhanger was not poor writing. Here's what I would say: just because you don't see the purpose doesn't mean it doesn't serve a purpose. The 44 year old TV host said, "I think people need to stop projecting that onto it's not poor writing. It's exceptional storytelling." Because you're going to be talking about this for seven months. And if you had seen it or had seen who it was, how would that have changed things? Um, He admitted that if the season six finale was the series finale, uh, he basically says if this was a series finale, then you might have a gripe. But you can't say that what has happened on on this half of the season is poor writing. He says that's fucking asinine to say that. he says that uh, for this show to have these kinds of storylines and this kind of character development and this kind of drama this far into a series uh, where they still have us saying uh, that shit's epic. It's not poor writing. It's fucking it's the fucking opposite of poor writing. And I will defend this show until I'm blue in the fucking face and my eyes are crying tears of blood. This is exceptional writing. And he continued. He said, you don't have to like it, of course. Everyone is entitled to their opinion, but you cannot make a statement statement that that's some kind of attempt at an objective, universal statement that the show is. I mean, that's just crazy. It's your opinion. It's not poor writing. It makes sense, you know. Um, I mean, yeah, it does make sense. I mean, he's he's definitely entitled to his own opinion. I mean, I'm not, and like I said, I mean, he's he's everybody's going to have their own gripes with it or not gripes with the show it's just something that you kind of it's a decision that you have to you know that you have to come to the it's a decision you have to decide for yourself you know um if you've seen it and you, you know you know how you felt after you saw it, it it's i would be interested to see how um a lot of listeners actually feel about it you yeah. know like do they actually think that it was a good ending did they like it do they think it's good writing or were they pissed off um you know, it just seems very odd that there are a lot of people. There are more people pissed off than actually like satisfied with the finale, yeah. and and maybe that's going to be like a good payoff when it comes back. But for now, it's just kind of like it leaves everybody just kind of like, oh well, that's stupid. And then on the, on the flip side, like I feel like they totally gave us who they killed. Yeah. So you. So there's a lot of different things. I mean, there, uh, Chris Hardwick when because I watched Talking Dead after, and I watched and you had uh, Robert Kirkman on there. Um, and you had uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan on there. You had um, uh, Daryl on there, and you also had um, the writer for the show. I forget his name. Uh, Scott Kimple. Yeah, thank you. So they were all there, and they were all talking about it. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan even said, you know, there there are clues that that will tell you as to who it was. But they're also saying that like none of the cast members know who it, who got killed. But it's almost like. They gave us clues to who it was, but the cast doesn't even know yet, which is, I think, is kind of like an oxymoron. But if you look at um, 
a lot of things that have been posted. There's this one picture of Negan that I that I found before the finale had even aired, and it was a picture of Negan. And if you zoom in on his uh, his left eye, the reflection of his eye it looks like it's actually uh, Glenn. Right. So that's that. If that's an Easter egg, then, then then that's it right there. You said there's some other things going on as far as how they break down the scene. You can tell who it is. Yeah, there's some audio I'm gonna try to find. We'll try and post that um, where you can actually hear Glenn saying Maggie, Maggie yeah. right? He kind of stutters it and it's and it's really like low, but it's also like underneath the the ringing in the ears because you're seeing this first person, like he's like whacking you in the head with the bat, but you can hear somebody say Maggie, like nobody else would say that in the middle of getting bashed in the head but Glenn because everybody else has a significant other or something that they care more about than Maggie at that point. So like your dying words aren't going to be Maggie unless you're Glenn. Right. Right, so... That's one thing. And then there was another video that's posted on YouTube. I'll link to it on the, on the site. Uh, remind me to do that before you leave because I will forget. I always do that. Um, they, uh, they break it down. It's a pretty cool breakdown. Um, they basically look at the order of the people that he's counting Mm-hmm. You know, and and like how he in his cadence and what he's doing, like how they show them the faces and stuff like that. So I mean, I don't know how cool, how accurate, how you know perfect that theory is, but um, if what I saw, like when I was watching it and when I heard and wrote and read what they wrote, it actually made sense. Mm-hmm. So that coupled with the words Maggie, coupled with what you saw in the uh, the picture in in his eye or whatever, seeing Glenn's face, there's no way that it's not Glenn. In my opinion, right, right. To me, to me, it's a fact. Like if it, if they start season seven and it's not Glenn, I feel like it's just because people figured out that it's Glenn and they want to throw you for a loop, and that would be poor writing, in my opinion. Yeah, like it's one of those things where I, I also a theory of mine is that they actually are waiting for people to actually like have theories as to who it is, and mm-hmm. then they're just gonna do what they want to do based on that, right? But and if they do, what do you I think, mean. Lash? I mean, I really don't know because I haven't been catching up to the series, but I don't know, really. Is it Glenn? Yeah, probably Glenn. Word. Yeah. High five. <laughs> he, I like he just coached him into saying, it's Glenn. It's totally Glenn. Just say Glenn. You're a That's winner if it's Glenn. Yeah. I had no option to go with, so I just ran and, I just picked Glenn. Yeah, well, it's, it could, it's probably yeah. it could have be. been it could have been Glenn been, too. Yeah, <laughs> it could have been Glenn. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it could have it could have been Abraham last name I mean, Glenn. Other, other options are Glenn or Darryl. or Glenn or Glenn. Uh, Daryl probably not, but if you think if you think Daryl, then I'll, I'll give you that. No, not Daryl. Right. <laughs> Just Glenn. <laughs> so um I, on another note um good news uh Cooley and i have talked about this a bunch of times uh lucifer got picked up for season two yeah take that hundred thousand moms or one whatever million oh, moms. one million moms yeah yeah so your petition <laughs> of one hundred twenty-five thousand signatures didn't work boom what um, the hell is up with petitions by the way can i just talk about petitions for a minute well it's actually a constitutional right but they no, very understand. very like a low percent of the time actually like, work everybody wants to do a petition like some people you know people are actually petitioning uh AMC? no amc <laughs> they're petitioning to stop petitions no they're petitioning amc to reveal to us who negan killed at the end of the walking dead yeah that makes no sense right and they're like they're like we want you to reshoot the ending and give us a 15 minute special 
before May. And and like the funniest thing about it is that there's no or else. Like there's no like there's no ultimatum. There's no like if you don't do this, we're gonna stop watching. There's not it's just we want you to do this. <laughs> or else what? Or else nothing. Just please <laughs> do this. Come on, we're all in pain about this. We feel sad. Please do this. No, and then you got one thousand moms petitioning to, you know, boycott, you know, Tiffany's for sponsoring Lucifer. And the devil, <laughs> whatever. Uh, uh, honestly, and- it's such a good show. I don't really it, these these people are stupid. Uh, I just I don't understand. If you watch the show, one million moms. I know you're not listening, but if you do ever hear this podcast, the point of the show is that Lucifer is actually starting to turn and actually ha- starting to care. Yeah. So if you watch the show, you would understand that it's not him just going around like screwing people and all this other stuff. Like he's actually trying to be a good guy or realizing realizing he's becoming a good guy and trying to fight it, but he can't. And if you're saying that he can't do that, let's talk about that for a minute, One Million Moms. If you're saying that Lucifer cannot change and be forgiven, how hypocritical are you? Like how, how much of a hypocrite are you? Yeah. As a Christian. Right. Not even just a Catholic, because I'm a Catholic and I can do tons of bad shit. And I know I'm going to be forgiven because if I ask for forgiveness, that's what's going to happen. Right. Like that's how that's our belief. That's our belief system. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, and I'm not saying like, you know, go and do bad shit and just be forgiven. I'm saying like if I do bad shit, like not preemptively, but if I end up doing bad shit, I can ask for forgiveness and be forgiven. Right. Right. Lucifer, who is a bad person or fallen angel, angel fallen angel if he asks for forgiveness right and actually starts becoming good and doing good things then he could be forgiven no yeah so what's your problem moms they just don't like the fact that he's they just don't like the fact that he's actually a a angel of death or an angel of evil um and that's being portrayed as a entertaining concept on tv right they don't want to give um the devil who is somebody that should be that you should that that should be you know the devil's in a dark place but they're actually i think they don't like the fact that they're making the devil something that's funny or acceptable because it probably is like a really big thing for them it's like a real real thing for them Mm. it's kind of like my uh my grandmother she has never she's hardcore catholic religious goes to church every day right she has never seen the exorcist and will not watch it because she's like, and I even said, I said, you've never seen The Exorcist? She goes, why do I need to watch something like that? She goes, I don't need to see that. So it's like there are some people that like don't like the fact that something as serious as that is being shown on, not AMC, what, what uh, uh, show, it? what channel is that? Is it on? Is Lucifer on? I forgot. It's on uh, Fox. Fox, thank you. If I said AMC, I apologize. I mean- they don't want that on... Um, no, I, I feel like I did at one point. They just don't want it on TV. You know? I mean, that's that's kind of the same thing as having like you know somebody who happened to be in World War II watch like Saving Private Ryan or something, right? Like <laughs> that's different. I mean, that's that's, 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 yeah, that's, that's, historical... like, that's bullshit. That didn't happen. But that's a historical movie based on D Day. I mean, like that, that happened. <laughs> like right. you know, well, yeah, no, but I mean, like it, but, I mean, like, like, it didn't know... go down like that. Like I mean, because like he really experienced it. You know what I mean? Like he was there. You know? Yeah. 
I heard I heard a lot of people actually just to kind of riff off that and play devil's advocate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh he actually uh people that are survivors of D-Day that are, are still alive have said that is the probably one of the most accurate depictions of D-Day they've ever seen. Nice word. I made I chose the wrong thing to compare it to. I'm sorry. <laughs> just saying. But anyway, it's Spielberg, <laughs> bro. He killed it. But um yeah, I mean, I'm glad it got picked up. Um, if you haven't, um, if you haven't seen the first season, watch it. It's it's great. Um, I I'm I'm psyched for season two. Uh, I think the the main actor there is phenomenal, um, and I think it's definitely a show that Fox should be proud to have. <laughs> it's a show that didn't get canceled, <laughs> so by Fox because it always gets canceled. Nice. Yeah. So um, I'm super excited though. That's great. Yeah. Uh, also, get excited about Rogue One because the trailer came out. Yep, that trailer looked awesome. Yeah, you are, as everybody knows, a bigger Star Wars fan than I am. So when you saw that trailer, like, what happened in your pants? I'll be honest with you, and and I had this conversation with Rob, because Rob actually, like... Did he have a list of things that he shit on? No, he loved it. He absolutely loved it. Okay. He was, um... Did Rob like this? Did Rob like the Batman versus Superman trailer? No. Okay. <laughs> I hated the trailer for okay. Batman Superman. I was just funny because I was like, I wonder if Rob was like, I love the trailer that he went to the movie and shit on it. You know what I mean? But hey, it's whatever. But what did, so what did Rob say? No, Rob, Rob loved it. He absolutely adored it. I, I was on the fence yeah. when I first saw the trailer for Rogue One. I, I, I thought it looked, I thought it looked good. And like that line when she says, you know, it, it's a rebellion. I rebel. Like it was mm-hmm. like, that was a really cool line. Um, Felicity Jones is yeah awesome yeah um the the cast looks like it's going to be amazing well, I you got Forrest Whitaker in there he's Academy Award winner he's yeah. excellent I, and, and you know it looks great there were a couple of scenes that I thought you know maybe the effects didn't look so great like you know when the guys fighting the stormtroopers with the bow staff that looked a little too quick a little too easy for him to like take them out. Um, I need to see that in the bigger picture. Maybe it was just the cut that they used. The um, the scene with the ATAT, the all terrain walker, yeah. um, like with the uh, the blaster bolts coming out of its uh, cannons, it, that looked a little weird to me. So I don't know. Like maybe it's just the way that it was cut in. Maybe the effects weren't finished yet because this movie's still far off and yeah. probably in post production right now. Um, but there were certain things that just kind of left me a little bit, you know, weirded out. Like I wasn't, I didn't say any, nothing in that, in that trailer made me say, oh, this is awful. But there were things in the trailer that made me say, hmm, that could use some work. Now, I'm not a big Star Wars like guy. I mean, I, I enjoy the movies, but Rogue One, is that based on a book? Or no. is it, it's just like something that like, so because I remember they said like, "Oh, Rogue One," and like you seem to know like already what it was. Like, where's this? Right. Where's this coming from? Like, is well, it because just- they said that it was going to be the story of the the uh, X wing uh, fighter pilot squadron right. that stole the Death Star plans. Okay, cool. Um, All right. That's what I. That's what I wanted to know. So what it seems like to me is it's kind of like a dirty dozen. Okay. It looks like they're picking like a bunch of like um, maybe some uh, you know. Ne'er do wells, right? Mm-hmm. Some 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 folks that were maybe a little malicious in, at some point, and taking them and, and instead of putting them in prison, having them you know really do something good for the rebellion. 
I gotcha. And it also looks like at the end, she's definitely wearing some Imperial uh, gear. Yeah, I so saw that too. So I don't yeah. know if that means that she's going to turn traitor or if she's infiltrating them and being a spy. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, the rebels end up getting the plan. So I don't know if that's her doing or somebody else in the squad and somebody dies. But I'm sure like they all die because we don't get to see them ever again in the in the stories. Right. So episode four, five, and six, these characters are non-existent. Right. Nobody even talks about them. So like they were, they were definitely swept under the rug after they died, and they died or became part of the Imperial troop forces. Yeah, that's my that's my guess. But yeah, there was no novel or book. Uh, there were a couple of books about that particular story, but it wasn't. This this movie isn't based on those books. This is a completely new story, a new take on on that adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I, it definitely, um, it's just, I mean, anything Star Wars, I mean, definitely gets gets me excited, but not to the point as like a lot of other people do. Like they get really amped up about it. Like I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome, you know, but I wasn't like as, because I feel like if you're familiar with Star Wars and you're like a super hardcore nerd about it, like there are things in the trailer, like Easter eggs they're going to throw out. That, like, you're going to understand. I watched this trailer, and there's a lot of stuff I just didn't get. I was like, okay. Like, I didn't know who Forrest Whitaker was, but I guess, like, nobody really knows who he is yet. Um, That seems interesting. I want to know who he is because just this whole cadence and character and lines were very interesting. It kind of, like, drew me in. So I'm I'm interested to see if he's – what kind of role he plays. What did you think of the trailer? Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. What Tony said, I don't know who Forrest Whitaker is, but um, Forrest Whitaker is the guy that was like, you know, in the cape. Yeah, like yeah. the Yoda voice, kind yeah. of. Um, but it looks pretty interesting to me. I can't wait till. Well, I really don't want to wait till next year in December, but it looks pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. It's actually this year in December, so you're in luck. What he said, I am in luck. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, uh, what is it about uh, like Forrest Whitaker that like you liked specifically? Like what was. Um, in like the old like movies, like the second, like first episode when Anakin was like, like it brought back memories of like that, those episodes, like of Yoda's voice, what Forrest Whitaker had. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it kind of makes you think of, like, the older movies? Yeah. Yeah, Yoda's cool. I love Yoda. He's my favorite character. So uh, moving on from Rogue One. Yeah. Um, just wanted to say, we, we saw Deadpool. Oh, we it was awesome. We thought Deadpool was awesome. Yeah. Lies saw Deadpool recently. What'd you think? Before we ask him that, Elijah, how old are you? Nine. All right, how did you get into the theater? <laughs> I, I tucked him under my jacket. <laughs> you tucked him under your jacket. <laughs> just, just stay back. I, stay I, back. I, I had a papoose and I just uh, <laughs> yeah, stuffed him in the papoose and buttoned up my coat. I just, I look fat anyway, so it just, uh, it ended up, you know, looking okay. Yeah. So, what did you think of Deadpool? Did you like it? I want to explain that right now, but um. <laughs> Take it over, Aunt. No, <laughs> no. What you? What did you think? No, you got to tell was us. Was it good? You... Was it bad? It was good, I guess. Why was it good? Tell us why it was good. Did you think it was funny? Yeah. Um. 
What was one part that made you laugh? Like the one well, part in that the you- beginning when uh, like all the cars were going by on the highway, he was mm-hmm. like, "Somebody's not counting," and he goes six. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's killing all the guys in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, he's so. I th- have you seen Have you seen Ryan Reynolds in anything else? Um, his new movie Criminals coming out, which looks pretty good too. Yeah. Um, what have I seen him in? He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Probably yeah. stuff that <laughs> probably stuff you haven't seen because it's either extremely graphic or it's really violent. Yeah. What about uh, Green Lantern? Did you see that? Oh, Green oh, Lantern. Yeah, Green yeah Green there Lantern. you go. What did you think of that? Actually, I forgot what happened in the movie. Didn't he have a son? <laughs> that about sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> he had a son. He, no, he no. didn't. He well, had, wait he, had, no. he had a he had a nephew. A nephew, yeah, yeah. He went to his birthday party at the beginning, yeah. But I uh, know he was like, you know, he was like a an, <laughs> yeah. I love it. He's in the Air it. Force. He's like, uh, didn't, I don't really remember what happened in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people None of us do. <laughs> None of us remember what happened in that movie. Oh, a lot of people are trying to forget. What's his? What's her name? Uh, was it? Uh, he met his future wife in that movie. Yes, Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Yep. Yeah. He has a son now. No, a daughter. A daughter. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, did you see? Um, Batman vs Superman. No. What was the other one that he was in? Uh, waiting. Uh, no. <laughs> waiting. No. 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 They're talking. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Wolverine. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I did see that. that Wolverine. It's one of my favorite comic book uh, characters. Did you see that with him? Uh, yeah, he I was, think so. Do you remember what character he was? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> good. Because <laughs> it would ruin everything for you. Um, oh, it wouldn't. It was so good. He was, he was Deadpool in that movie. Well, no, you're talking he's about... Like, he's like, wait a minute, Deadpool was in that movie? No, he wasn't really. But he was, but he wasn't. Was, See, I'll, I'll have to show it to you. Yeah, so you it was it was about. bad. It was like a really bad version of Deadpool, which they make fun of in Deadpool. Do you remember in the new Deadpool that came out where he picks up a little figurine and it looks like a guy with blades on his arms? Yeah. That was actually the version of Deadpool that they made him in the Wolverine movie. That's what Deadpool looked like. Nothing like what he looked like in this one. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how bad. That's how off it was. <laughs> right. So they uh, they make fun of it a lot. Um, I will say this though, Wolverine Origins take take Deadpool like out of the whole equation. I actually enjoyed that movie. I like seeing like the whole Wolverine like story, and I like seeing like him actually go through the entire process of how he got like the adamantium like excellent like skeleton. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was great. A lot of people hated that movie. But one. but didn't didn't you like to actually seeing that process like what he had to go through? The beginning was really good. Yeah. The ending sucked. Ending being what? Like the ending of the whole fight and stuff like that with Deadpool? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like I know you take if you take away the third act, which is the most important act of any film. Yes, that movie was good. But you get to see like what he had. But to then go it's not for. really a movie because you don't have a third act that actually gives you a climax. You just get kind of, you know. But you get to see, in a sense, like how he technically technically loses his memory. You know what yeah. I mean? Like stuff like that. Like those are people who always wanted to know. Like, well, how did he lose his memory? Like you know, and you actually get to see it, and it's like then you can put all the pieces together. You're like, oh, okay, well that makes sense. You know, like he's strong enough to actually heal. You know, but he couldn't get it. You can't heal your memories. You know, right. so that w- that was cool. Um, so 
but I know it's a little bit different in in the yeah, because like the comics, like it's he just has. Hold on a sec, uh, lies. The chair. You gotta <laughs> you gotta stop it with the chair. It's not my fault. We're at a studio, buddy. We're at a studio. You call your basement with a poker table. Listen to this guy trying to be a wise ass. He he takes after me. I'm telling you. Right yeah. next to your washing machine. Look, see. <laughs> right next to your washing. <laughs> see. <laughs> Love it. Uh, he just called you out. Chair. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so you're going to say in the comic books, what? Um, he has memory implants. Yeah. Like they just like they 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 manufacture like a past for him. Mm-hmm. And he has this and it's this thing that they just implant in his mind and he just goes on thinking that that's his life. Yeah. And so his whole so the whole thing about like you know what makes him such a tragic character in the comics is that his entire life is a lie once he finds out that they're memory implants and then he just has no idea what his real life is but he still thinks that this old life is real because mm-hmm. it's really hard for him to like get his head around the fact that that's you know all it's all lies right and then somebody I forget who it is but somebody ends up helping him out and and like removing the implants and and he gets his old life back and everything starts flooding back and then he remembers all these little things like he's got a son and he's got you know it's just it's really cool it's a really cool story and now that's something that you're not going to get because now it's just his memories were erased by a bullet yeah an adamantium bullet that punctured his skull and then he healed and whatever i don't know yeah. it was just weird it was weird and i don't like people screwing with my chocolate and peanut butter i like you know like putting some extra flavor in there you know I will say this. You want to hear something really funny? When he actually, this is something a lot of people might not know, is that Hugh Jackman, when he was actually got hired the first time to do Wolverine, he went into this whole thing where he started studying, like, you know, wolves and all this stuff and animals. And, like, you know, that's why, like, you know, he looks down and his eyebrows kind of come up. You know, like when a wolf looks at you and stuff like that. And he went in and he started talking to the director. And he's like, hey, man, you know, I got a lot of ideas, you know. I've been starting out wolves. And, like, the guy's like, <laughs> the director's like, <laughs> we're talking about wolves. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like playing a wolverine man <laughs> so you know because a wolverine's an actual email an actual uh animal email uh, yeah. he's an actual animal and like he had no idea that that was a real thing so he went out and studied wolves instead of a wolverine and that's a wolverine that's what a wolverine looks wolverine. like it was like just hugh, funny. Ja- hugh jackman did that hugh jackman did that isn't yeah. a wolf isn't our wolverines australian I don't know. I don't know where they're native, where they're... I think I Wolverines are from Australia. They might be in, uh, like, junk... Yeah, it might be Australia. Let me see where they oh, are. Wombats are definitely Australian. I don't know if the Wolverine is. The Wolverine might not be. That Wolverine, might be something I else. I think it's, like... You probably Costa Rican like, or something. You might not agree with, with me on this, but I think it might be in, like, jungles. Jungles. Yes. I agree. <laughs> jungles. Let's I do see. agree with you on that. Uh, they live in the Arctic and subarctic in grasslands, alpine forests. Well, Jesus Christ, um, where did he get that name from? I just looked it up, and it's no. The, uh, where did Wolverine get his name from? He's Canadian. Europe, Asia, and in North America. Europe, That's where you find Wolverines. Europe, Asia, and North America. Okay, cool. It's yeah. funny though because if you look at a Wolverine, though, you, like the face, you can actually see why, like the comic book character, actually has like those black. Like yeah, over his eyes. That's a wolverine. But if you look at a wolf, it's completely different, you know. But I think they look like little bears. Yeah, yeah. They're not 
like nice though. No, like they're pr- pretty vicious. I heard, which is why he is. That's that's why that's they why named him that because like he's super vicious, but he's like supposed to be little, but Hugh Jackman's like tall. Yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, yeah, but I will say that uh, the wolf like study that he did, I think, kind of really helped his character because I think it works. You know, like the way he looks at people, like they look down and the eyes are up when he gets really mad or like his, uh, he's always like smelling things. Like, I don't know. I just think that works out. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. I, yeah. He's, he is Wolverine. I don't care how bad the movies are. He's Wolverine. He's like, you, I can't imagine anybody else. I can't wait till the next X-Men movie coming out. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. That should be good. Yeah. Um, so Batman v Superman, buddy. Um, Really? I don't know. Did you see? You didn't see it though, right? No, I haven't. So, what have you heard? Like, um. Was it good? Was it bad? The trailer looks good. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the trailer in a while, so I can't really say that much. But, um, it looks good. It looks good. What I remember. Did you uh do you have a desire to see it now after hearing what people are saying about it? I really haven't heard what people are saying about it's it. It's good. So. Then stop don't just keep <laughs> keep doing exactly what you're doing and then go see it. That's what I think. Cuz we went to see it hearing some things about it and we disagreed after we saw it. You I think are slowly turning to the dark side. <laughs> I think you're slowly yeah. starting to fall into the abyss of. I am. Sucks. It, it, it started like I. I started off on this high because it was better than I expected it mm-hmm. would be, and it, I'm slowly coming down off that high. I'm just like I, I'm seeing it for what it is, and oh, man, it's just not. It's like I just want people to get villains right, like because they don't respect the villain. You know, to me, the villain is like the centerpiece of the movie. Like the hero is not the centerpiece. The hero has to overcome the villain. And if the villain is this just stupid, like maniacal little punk, Mm -hmm. then it's not, it doesn't bother me. Like that he, nothing Lex Luthor did bother me. He pissed in a jar and he kidnapped (laughs) Martha. Like Superman should not have needed to do anything other than just go save Martha. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, listen hard. Be like, oh, I know where Martha is. <laughs> listen Go get hard. her. <laughs> go get her at super speed. Put her somewhere safe and then go beat the crap out of the people that kidnapped her. Like, that, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. They, like, Luthor did nothing to me that inspired that fight. And they, it was, everything in that story was forced in, shoehorned in to to uh, be a catalyst for the next scene. Like they needed to do this to make this happen because they wanted to get there. They're, they're looking at their destination and they're saying, let's do this to make sure that we get to this. And then this will lead us to this. And then that will ultimately lead us to this. And then wait a minute, I don't know what the hell is going to lead us to that because this happened. And then what do we, let's just make something happen here. And that's when they had Lois go and get the spear. That's because the most abstract, abstract conversation to ever take place. Right. Right, but it's that was the movie. That's what I'm, yeah, yeah. It, from from A to B was just make this happen to make this happen, because that's gonna happen. Right, right. But what Be- about what about this though? That 
you gotta you gotta make Lois do something. If if she ends up there, <laughs> you gotta make Lois do something so that she ends up there, so that Superman has to save her, so that he ends up there, so that this can happen and that fight can make that makes sense. Yes, and leads us to here right now. Right, <laughs> go. Every, every time you say Lois, all I think about is Family Guy for some reason. Right? Okay. Yeah. Did that's Seriously. what I thought about when I saw Lois in the movie. Actually, is Family Guy. I was like, oh wow, mommy, she's just like Lois mommy, from Family Guy. Mommy. Mommy, mommy, mommy. <laughs> Do it again. Mom, 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 mommy, 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 Lois, 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 Lois. Oh, God. Dude, what? Martha, 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 Martha. Martha. <laughs> Her name, why did you say Martha? <laughs> it's my safe word. <laughs> no. Who said, who said you, Martha? So, where is she? So, so I guess like my point is as, as abstract as that was and as difficult as that is to follow, that's how the movie was for me. It was very difficult to follow because certain things didn't necessarily happen naturally. There was nothing really organic in that movie. Everything was shoehorned in. It was manufactured Mm -hmm. where in a good movie, like that you can actually say is a super good movie or a great movie is something that everything just happens organically and just makes sense. Like, oh, this happened because that happened not because we wanted that to happen right 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 does that make sense no it makes sense it yeah. makes sense yeah you should have you should create all the all the you shouldn't actually create an ending you should have well you should have a beginning and an ending but not just like throwing all the crap in between there should be like it should be somewhat formulaic right you know they need to be have a linear storyline if you don't have a linear storyline then the whole movie's gonna fall apart right and that's basically what happened so and throwing in um Throwing in um, all those weird Justice League things, which we've already talked about, was a bad move. Um, I think it could have been after credit scenes, but it's just, I don't know, like looking back on that, that was the only thing that kind of like, that's what disjointed the movie for me, Mm. was that stuff. I think that movie could have been a half hour, and if that movie was a half hour long, awesome movie <laughs> it could have been a half hour it could have been they could have distilled that down to a half hour no i think it should have been at least an hour at least an hour right. you need for that okay not a half so one hour. so one hour uh, you can't yeah. it can't be an episode of family guy it's just not enough time let's it even go let's even go with an hour and a half let's say you get superman a half hour of screen time get batman a half hour of screen time 15 minutes where they fight 15 minutes where they kiss and make up and then we're <laughs> off into the justice league movie sounds good i'd be happy yeah yeah, two hours and thirty minutes was just too long. I think everything that they did, they had they had scenes that were just they were just too long. Let Each me ask scene. you this: If we had walked out of the theater on a sunny day, would we still have wanted to kill ourselves? Because we walked out and it was raining out, and it was like we stepped into Gotham City. <laughs> like you know what I mean? I was like, "Great movie! It's raining. Oh, I'm just gonna bleed out right. my tub." Right. Like, uh, <laughs> after I would this say movie. if it was sunny. If it was sunny, I may have ended up. I may have ended up walking out of that theater and being like, "No, nah, that movie was about a D." Like I would have given it. A, I would have given it less because the movie, the movie and the day kind of synced up. So I was like, "Oh, it was kind of cool. It was realistic." <laughs> it was like if you walked another, out to a sunny day. It would have been too much of a contrast. This is kind of like 4D. I mean, everything is just kind of. I'm like in it's the movie. Like 4D, you know. Man. <laughs> I'm like uh, in the movie, but um, 
No, like it, like if it was sunny. You didn't realize that, like, like, like walking out of the theater, going to D'Angelo's wasn't. It was like the movie. It wasn't two different worlds. No, it was like the movie didn't end yet. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like we walked out of the movie and we were just like we just kept going. I was like, wow, that was actually like you know like a seamless transition into real life. But if it was sunny and I had that, it would have like knocked me out of that state of mind, and I would have been like, wait a minute. That wasn't that good. (laughs) All right. It might have snapped me out of it a lot sooner. Like, I wouldn't have had to, like, work back into it. So, from now on, when we go to the movies, if we're, like, going to see a Batman movie, I have to make sure that it's nice out. Yeah. We can't go on a rainy day, which is technically when people go to the movies the most. (laughs) Right. So, we have to, yeah, we have to make it a... for a rainy day. (laughs) Yeah, or nighttime. (laughs) Or nighttime. Or nighttime. Because nighttime, it doesn't matter if it's rainy or not. It's not, like, gloomy. It's just night. I'm up. I don't know. I disagree because if you walked out of Batman versus Superman and it was nighttime but also raining, the rain adds a layer of depression. (laughs) (laughs) Not only is it dark, but I'm trying not to get wet. No, no, I'm depressed because I got wet. We should. I can see what you're saying. Right? All right. (laughs) Found it. See? We should bring bring smelling salts to the movies. Smelling salts. So that way when we leave, we just like. Oh, yeah, it did suck. <laughs> that movie sucked. <laughs> um, anyway, what else we got? I don't know, man. I uh, I I get all the topics out that I wanted to talk about. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, nice. I, oh, I have one thing, man. What? What? Dude, I got a. This is it's a short story. Okay. That I got to tell. Short story. Um, so been having transmission problems with the vehicle, like you know that, like yeah, yeah. And and so uh, I uh, have been taking the bus to work mm-hmm. and taking an Uber home, okay. right? Um, first of all, I can tell you that public transportation has not improved in <laughs> any way uh, right. since I was a child. Um, it's still smelly, and there are still crazy people on the bus. Okay. That that hasn't changed. But I expected that, so whatever. Like Uber, for the the two weeks that I had to use it, was awesome. Okay, like you, like literally, like I have never had a service like that ever. Like you, you call an Uber, and within seconds, it's like two minutes even. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. Like it's there, and they're like, "Hey, we're here." You get in the car, like you already know the guy's name. Guy knows your name. We're just like, "Hey." Charles, hey, Tony, how you doing? All right, cool, let's go. Right, so we get in the car. He knows exactly where you're going. You don't have to tell him anything. He just takes you home. Yeah. You're home within minutes, right? So you're saying it's awesome to lose your money? Say it again. So you say it's awesome losing your money, pretty much, for two weeks. So when did I lose my money? By giving it, like, to the Uber. So... Just to fill you in on a little something, because I know you don't realize this, because you're young and you don't even like drive yet. But when you drive, you are spending money. <laughs> like driving that car is not magic. Like it's not it's not free. <laughs> you have to pay for gas. You have to pay for you know maintenance on that vehicle. Like it's not a free thing. So while that car is being fixed, I was basically spending my gas money on an Uber. Because it's not that expensive to take an Uber. That's the other cool thing about it is it's like five bucks, seven bucks. Yeah. I will say this ride. too. My uh, my buddy who actually uh, 
he's in the army and he actually lives out in Kansas now. He like when he's not working on the weekends, he like you know he doesn't want to be bored. He actually applied for Uber mm-hmm. and he like goes into Kansas City and he's like, oh, one night he's like, I drove it was like around like St. Patrick's Day. He's like, I drove maybe like six people around. I made like eighty bucks. He's like, and then like there was one other night where he's like, I drove this like drunk like college girl home he's like and like she was talking to me about her like her majors theater and all the stuff and i was talking to her he's like she gave me like a 20 dollar tip he's like dude he's like it's making really easy money he's like and i haven't had anybody in my car that's like really weird yeah and i was thinking you know? about doing it too that sounds it sounds awesome but um but i'll tell you this uh this experience like it was great for two weeks and then my last experience on in an uber was this i get in the uber it's it's a it's a woman driver she's She's like cool and stuff like any other Uber driver. You get in the car and there she's talking, I'm talking, and she's like, All right, cool, boy. We get on the highway. Yeah. As soon as we get on the highway, she she hits the curb. She says it was a pothole. I don't think it was a pothole. She didn't I didn't see a pothole. I didn't <laughs> like but we hit a curb, in my opinion. And I felt it. It was like rough. Like I heard boom, 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 boom. Right? Yeah. That's what it sounded Somebody like. Fell down the stairs. Like, that's what it sounded like. Somebody <laughs> falling down the stairs. Right? So she just keeps going. Like, she ignored it. She didn't even go. She didn't go, oh, man. She just, like, kept driving. And I'm like, so I'm just sitting there. And I'm like, for, like, two minutes. And I'm just like, hey, you know, I hope your alignment's okay. <laughs> and she goes, oh, yeah. And then, then, like, all of a sudden, like, the car, like, wobbled. And then she goes, oh. <laughs> so she pulls over. And I get out the car and I, I look and she's got a flat tire on on the front right, um, on the front passenger side. So I'm like, okay. I should probably call an Uber. I'm, I'm going to, I helped her. I helped her out. I was going to, I was going to change the flat for her, right? I opened the trunk and. There's a body in there. No. That, that would have been a, that would have been a better story. But hear me out. So I opened the trunk, get the tire out, get ready to put it on. There's no friggin' jack. So I put the tire back in the trunk. As I'm putting the tire back in the trunk, I noticed that the rear tire is flat. So she's got two flats. So she had to call a tow truck. Can't call another Uber because there's no address. Otherwise, I'm, I'm just kind of floating around on the highway. They, they, she said, you know, that's not something that we can go to. Like, we have to go to an address. So I'm like, okay. So she calls a tow truck. We get AAA. Tow truck comes, picks up her car. We both get in the tow truck. We get, to, we get on the highway. She was going to drop me off at home through the tow truck, but the tow truck guy was like, oh, I'm going to have to charge you for that. And she's like, oh, no. And she looked at me. She goes, oh, we're just going to go to my house, and the tow truck is going to drop us off there, and I'll call you another Uber. And I was like, I'm not paying for another Uber. And she said, no, I'll pay for it. Don't worry. So I'm like, okay, fine. So long story short, we get in the truck. This guy's driving all over creation. Like, he's not going straight to her house. He's just taking her for a freaking ride. Um, she he goes past her exit and he's she's like that was my exit. He's like, oh my bad. I'll just have to take the next one. I know how to loop around. So then he loops around and he goes. He gets on the road towards her house and she goes, all right. My house is like two streets up. And he goes, oh yeah, that's all right. I'll just take a right over here and then we'll go around the back end. And she's like, why do we have to go around the back end? Oh, because we have a flatbed and I'm gonna have to like you know if the other way I wouldn't be able to back in and get your car. She's like, I don't understand. And he's just like, all right, cool, whatever. So he just does what he wanted to do. Gets us to her house. I'm sitting there. She she calls just as we're pulling up for another Uber. Up comes another Uber and it's another it's another woman driver in a in a Jetta. I get in there and in her car, she's just like, My GPS is broken. 
And I'm like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. So I'm where, telling her. Where was this girl's house? It was how far away was it? No, it was Picasso. So it, was, uh, it wasn't um, very far. Okay. It was maybe like five minutes from my house. So okay. um, the, other, the, other, the other chick pulls up. She says her GPS is broken. So I'm like, don't worry. I can tell you how to get there. And she's I like, oh, I'm. She goes, oh, that's cool. Because the last person I gave a ride home to, he didn't know how to get to his house. And I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> he didn't know how that's to like get home. It's like the dumbest shit I ever heard. How does he not know how to get to his house? So I don't know. I asked him and like, you know, he just gave me a, so I had to take, uh, you know, I had to use a different GPS and I'm like, well, why don't you use that GPS that you used? Why did you use a different GPS to get to his house? How come I got to give you directions? You know what I mean? That's not the Uber experience. Yeah. So I, anyway, I, I ended up getting this. home, but I left work at nine. You got you home know at 10.30. Where, I got home at 11. You know, where I, you know where I work. Yeah. And you know where my home is. Yeah. It takes seven minutes. I ended up taking two hours. So weird thing, though, that I don't think is going to happen again. I think that's like nobody else I know has had an Uber experience like that. Nobody ever will. So I think that you're good. Because yeah. I used Uber in uh, in Boston with Becca, and it was fine. Oh, Uber's always great for me. That yeah. was the one time that that yeah. ever happened. And it was to me, it's just the funniest story because only me. Yeah. Only me. Did you know the guy who, uh, there was a guy online looking through classified ads, I think at one point, he was like broke, out of work. He found an ad to um, like drive a car. It's mm-hmm. going to be like a taxi service, pick people up and stuff like that. Um, he was one of the first guys to drive uh, for Uber. And nice. now he's the assistant CEO and he's a multimillionaire. Dope. I just had to get that, that story guy. out, man. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I just anyway. had to get that story out. But I, that's all I got. I think that's that's a funny story, man. Thanks for sharing that. That's Thank cool. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah I, Glad you got home safe. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, next Saturday, um, I'm getting married, so that's There's all. that. There's that. That's big. <laughs> yeah, man. So that'll be fun. Um, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. So other than that, uh, I'm good, man. I'm, that's all I got this week on, on the on the Red Beard. Elijah, I want to thank I'm you good. for joining us, man. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, not Are really you getting bad. married next week, too? <laughs> you would know trust me he, he just said i don't know like so like so there's it's I possible know. i mean i don't know we'll see what happens be like 30 minutes i'll be there for the cake <laughs> 20 double a's be there be there be there all right so that's it guys that's it that's it yeah we'll see you guys next week on uh red beard and uh uh, I don't know when we're going to record that. I'm going to be super busy. We'll get it out. We'll get it out. We'll probably do it early in the week. That's what she said. Oh, all right. She did. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Later. Peace. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Bye-bye.